when they're building a house right now and all, or, or they're building a building right now and all, the first thing they do is they dig down into the dirt and get to the solid part of it. And then they pour the foundation. Even though your foundation may crack, but if the dirt is solid, you're settled and you won't move. See, some of us right now are being moved by everything right now and all. We're being moved to fear. We're being moved in confusion. We're being moved in doubt. But God says you got to learn how to stay. And in order for you to stay, you got to be settled. probably he won't probably start crying when I say this because I'm about to cry <laughs> but I love him I love him one thing I've learned is that the anointing you receive is from the anointing you serve and I'm learning and thanking God that I'm in a capacity in a place to serve. And it's no strain. But I love him because he loved me. And that's the drawing point. Amen. Are you blessed? I mean, are you really blessed? I tell you, I am blessed. I am just, I'm blessed. I am ecstatic because, you know, um, I'm thankful right now and all for everything. I'm thankful for the good. I'm thankful for the bad. I'm thankful for the, for the ugly. I'm thankful for the the good times, the bad times, the hard times, the times I've cried, the times I, I I'm just so thankful right now. I, I am just thankful. And you are too. Amen. Today we want to speak right now and all and talk from the subject, stay. I want you to go in your Bibles right quick to 1 Corinthians chapter number 15, verse 57 and 58. First Corinthians, chapter number 15, verse 57 and 58. I tell you, if, if this was Wednesday night, I'd have my reader read for me, but... Uh, Sister Ann, I just love to hear Sister Ann or Sister Casey read, you know. I, you know, one of the things that I've learned right now and all is, is that when you're in a, a time or a setting of God or you're sitting at the feet of, feet of Jesus, a lot of times in a setting like this, you don't have a chance to talk back. Amen. But, 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 but when you're in Wednesday night Bible study, you, know, you get a chance to talk back. And, and I love to, to hear Sister, Sister uh, Ann Cox and, and Sister Casey, St. Rose Reed, you know, not, not, both of them do it, and they do it different, which makes us unique in our own ways anyway because we are all different. We're never going to do things the same way because none of us have the same Social Security number. If you do, you're in trouble. <laughs> none of us have the same eye texture. None of us have the same fingerprint. We all are uniquely designed and designed by God to be different. Sister Anne, when she reads right now and all, she reads so crystal clear and, 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 and strong and emphasized words. But, and, and Sister Casey, Casey likes to emphasize every word when she reads. She reads and, and she puts emphasis on the word, which I learned from both of them. Because after all, when you start reading the text right now and all, it's actually God talking to you. He's talking back to you. And God is either being crystal clear about what he's saying or he's emphasizing what he's saying. 
So in the text right now and all, I want to read to you in, in, in the text, and then we're going to go through staying. Right now, you are in a time right now and all where we're confused about everything. We are confused. They say wear masks, don't wear masks. Amen. They say take a shot, don't take a shot. Amen. They said, don't come in and stay out. You know, they, 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 you know, it used to be a time where we embraced everybody that comes to our house right now and all. But now when we, we peeping out the doorbell and all to see who there. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can come on in, you know. But, but if not, you, you, know, you, know, you know, or you could be just like my neighbor used to do. My neighbor used to call us and say, who is that at my doorbell? You know, so, 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 you know, so everything right now is confusing right now, you know, and it's causing us to be moved from place to place. We're being moved. So, so we want to talk today about stay. And I want to talk to you today in a few minutes that I do have about how to stay. Number one, the first thing you want to do is you got to stay focused. You must stay focused. The word of God says in first Corinthians chapter number 15, verse 57 and 58. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast. Hmm. Be steadfast. In, he said, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Let us pray right quick before, we, before I go into the word. Father, we thank you right now for gathering us here together right now to hear your word. Holy Spirit of God, I pray that you speak to your people today, O oh Lord. Give them a life-changing word, a word that would help them to understand where they're going in the future, O oh Lord, and know the power of God and how you operate in their life. Help us, O oh Lord, to understand how to stay, O oh God, in this time that we're in. Stay, God, in the name of Jesus. Amen. I want to talk to you about stay, stay, and how to stay. And, 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 and how do you stay focused right now? And all? Because he says, be steadfast. The word steadfast there is the Greek word herodios, which means to be settled or to be at a base or to be grounded. You know, when they're building a house right now and all, or, or they're building a building right now and all, the first thing they do is they dig down into the dirt and get to the solid part of it. And then they poured the foundation. Even though your foundation may crack, but if the dirt is solid, you're settled and you won't move. See, some of us right now are being moved by everything right now and all. We're being moved to fear. We're being moved in confusion. We're being moved in doubt. But God says you got to learn how to stay. And in order for you to stay, you got to be settled. One portion of scripture in Psalms 91, it says, for he that dwells, in the secret place of the Most High shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. The word dwell, that means to be settled. Whoever is settled in the Lord. See, you got to find that place in God and stay there. Don't let nothing move you. Don't let what they say move you. Don't let what they do move you. Don't be let how it's done move you. You know, I, this week right now, as everybody can say, they've been going through things this week right now. And this week has been very stressful. But at the same time right now, I learned to keep my focus. See, when you don't have focus right now, you know, when, when your focus is not direct and your focus is not on the Lord, when your focus is not where you're going in life right now, you cannot move. Because when your focus is off right right now, when you can't see how you're supposed to see, you know, it bothers you and you cannot move. You can't go nowhere and you cannot see. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about focus. I'm not just talking about seeing right now and all. No, no, no. It's just, if you're just seeing, hearing me speak about seeing or hear seeing, you're really missing it. But focus go beyond just seeing what because you got to look beyond where you are right now to see where God is taking you because if you are um, focusing in now you'll be left out but if you know that no matter what I'm going through no matter how hard it is no matter who left who stayed who came in who took out if I'm not focused on Jesus I cannot see further than where I am amen you gotta keep focus keep your focus my focus is on the Lord I know where I'm going so what you do, it doesn't matter. 
You know, sometimes right now, and all, we can get blinded by our own ignorance. Sometimes right now, and all, we can get blinded in, by, by where we are and lose sight of where God is trying to take us. How many of y'all ever been frustrated at somebody, but you wouldn't tell them? You know what I'm saying? You just acted like everything was all right. You just, you, you just went on through the motion. You act, like, you, you act like nothing was bothering you, nothing was upsetting you. But, you know, I was, you know, I was upset at, at work about some decisions that was made right now. And on. I was, but I wouldn't say nothing. I just went through the motions of it. Bought it home. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You know, and, 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 and went through the motions. But then when I got back to work, unbeknownst to me, because sometimes people are focused on you when you're not focused on them. Sometimes people can see something wrong when you can't see it's wrong. You a lot of yourself, but everybody see something's wrong. Which, so my boss called me to the side and he said, hey man, what's wrong with you? I said, what do you mean? I'm good. We good at lying. We are lying now. Amen. Because we think that's spiritual. Amen. <laughs> We, may, we, we think that's, 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 that makes us more saver than anybody. Have y'all ever called somebody and they got one of them long spiritual messages on their phone? They give you about 45 scriptures and the thing just said, beep, it runs out before they can tell you, good evening. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but, 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 but we're good at performing. We are. When I was growing up, they used to call it church clothes. Amen. Them was the clothes you couldn't wear during the week. You know, but you could only wear to church. Some of us put on church clothes now. Because we look one way in here, <laughs> but away from here, well, let me, let me get back on the scripture. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's because we lose focus. And he asked me, he said, hey man, you all right? I said, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm all right, man. Why, why, why you? Oh, that's not mine. Mine will do that too, but that's not mine. Amen. Amen. You know, I said, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. He said, no, man. Something is bothering you. Something, something, because cause you just, you don't look the same. I said, what do you mean I don't look the same? He said, no, it's just that certain walk you have and that certain demeanor. We depend on you even if we don't tell you. And I felt sick to my stomach. Because, you know, I was in my feelings. Amen. I was in my feelings. And y'all know how we can get when we get in our feelings. I was in my feelings. I was in my, you know, as my, my grandfather used to say, you got a little tood there. I had a tood attitude. Y'all know what I'm talking about. No, you, you get it. You, you, I was in my feet. But, but he could see something was wrong. And I wasn't in the place that I should have been. You lose focus. You lose focus. I have learned this right here. And all. I'm not at work because I'm, I'm, I'm there because of what the job does. I'm at work because God has me there. Some of us are on assignment and don't even really know it. Some, some of us are on assignment right now and don't even know it. So, so he wants you to stay focused. Stay focused. In, Rome, in, 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 in the first Corinthians, he says, but be thankful to God who gives you the victory. See, you already got the victory. You are a conqueror. The word for victory is, is the Greek word Nike, which we get the word to conquer, to conquer. See, he says, for God has made you to conquer. You are to conquer things and don't let things conquer you. See, the Bible says, render not evil for evil, but overcome evil with good. Overcome or conquer evil with good. You got to know how to play the opposite of the devil's game. Amen. Some of y'all, you know, you got up on the wrong side of the bed. I'm still trying to find out. I went to every store that sells furniture, and they still have not told me what was the right side or the wrong side. There is no right side or no wrong side. That's just your attitude. You got up on the wrong side of the bed. No, you didn't. You got up with an attitude. 
So, so, so it, 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 it's, 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 you got to overcome it. There has been times right now, let me go to my talent right now to act a little bit. There's been times right now and all when I realized I had to just sit on the side of the bed and get myself together. Amen. Because I'm going to be honest with you. There's some days I don't want to come. Church too. <laughs> Amen. There's just some days you don't. You, you just don't feel loving. I know everybody's excited. I know you. But, but there are just some days when it's a struggle to even just get out of the bed. Amen. It, it, it's a struggle. So, so, so but, 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 but you got to learn to conquer it. You got to learn to talk and speak to yourself. Get up. Amen. I'm going to tell you something right now. And all. For those of you who are suffering from low self-esteem, get put on your best dress. Put on your best suit. Take yourself out to dinner. Look in the mirror and say, boy, you look good. And go to dinner on yourself. Because if you don't think so, nobody else do. Amen. So, 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 so I want you to go to 2 Thessalonians. Chapter number 3. Verse 1 through 3. Now, the first thing you got to do is be focused. You must be focused. Keep your focus. Keep your focus. Everybody going to get on your nerves at some time. Amen. 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 They're going to get on your nerves. Wives going to get on husband's nerves. Husband going to get on wives' nerves. Children going to get on both of y'all's nerves. People at the job going to get on your nerves. The lady at Walmart going to get on your nerves. The, the, the man when you went through the drive through and all, they didn't get your order right. They're going to get on your nerves. There's going to be something that get on your nerves. Amen. Things get on your nerves. I remember about 10 years ago, I was sitting there when I was in, in my Netflix mode, you know, Every Sunday was Netflix day for me. I don't know if some of y'all do everything, but Netflix was my thing. So, so, you know, and I was sitting there, and all of a sudden, this sound just came on. And I looked up at this individual. It wasn't a ghost, you know. I mean, I looked up, and they were vacuuming. And I said, nothing. I just looked. And the individual said, cut it off in a nice way and looked down at me and she said, do I get on your nerves? And I said, yes. And they said, good, I'm doing my job and kept right on vacuuming. <laughs> you know, because, because see, 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 there's going to be, but there's no reason to leave home. You know, things going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. So now, in the book of Thessalonians, chapter number 2 Thessalonians 3, verse 1 through, through 3. You don't have to read it if you don't want to, but I'll read it for you. This is a faithful saying. This is faithful. A faithful saying. He says here, Finally, my brethren, Pray for us that the word of the Lord may run swiftly and be glorified just as it is with you. And that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men. For not all have faith. Y'all hear that? Everybody don't have faith. So you junior Jesuses. You can't save everybody. Everybody don't believe like you believe. Everybody don't have a trust and a walk with God like you do. Now see, we're in a capacity and an opportunity right now, you know, to where we know just about everybody in here. Amen. But I grew, I was in a church one time and all, where there was over 3,000 members and 3,000 coming. Now, if somebody was getting on your nerves on this side of the church, you can move to the other side and be in a whole new city because that was just that many, many people. 
And at the same time, I had to learn this. Everybody that come to church is not saved. Okay. Mm-hmm. We can, we, I love the brethren, and I love the sisters, and I love the sisters, and I love the brothers right now. But everybody is not your sister, and everybody is not your brother. Amen. So you can't put everybody in the same category. Because I'm going to tell you right now, there are people right now that the enemy sends to attack you. Amen. So he says here, but the Lord is faithful. That's who's faithful. So don't fall out with Susie because she told your secret. The only one that's not going to tell your secret is Jesus. Amen. So don't, don't, don't get mad at people all because they broke your heart or left you. or for, That's going to happen in this life. But don't put your faith in people. Put your faith in Jesus because he's faithful. He is faithful. He's faithful. People are going to let you down. Amen. People are going to disappoint you. Amen. You don't believe that? Have children. Amen. They're going to break you, but you still love them. You still care for them. You still search for them. You still seek them. You still want them to come home at night. Amen. Amen. But, 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 but they're going to hurt you. So, but you be faithful to God and he's faithful to you, but you maintain your faithfulness. The thing you got to do to stay faithful, stay faithful. And part of staying faithful is stay in church. Amen. Stay in church. Stay in or around. The you know, they used to tell me when I was growing up, boy, boy, in order to stay hot, you got to stay around the fire. Amen. And iron sharpeneth iron. If you're hurt and you're alone, you're going to stay hurt. Amen. You got to have, it's always somebody that, that, that God has put in your path to build you up and to encourage you. And, and to say, you're going to make it, and you're going to get through this, and we're going to get through this together. And they don't have a dog or a cat in the fight. Amen. So, so you got to stay faithful. Stay faithful. Go to 2 Timothy right quick. Chapter number 2, verse 1 through 3. I know this one going to upset some of y'all. But don't blame me. Blame Jesus. You therefore, my son, be strong in grace that is in Christ Jesus. God doesn't give all of us the same gift. And God doesn't give all of us the same talent. But even when he does give you a gift, he don't put your gift all on the same level. Some of us operate on different levels. That's just it. See, pastor's got a, pastor got a certain delivery. Sister Kay, who speaks sometimes, has a certain delivery. I have a certain delivery. You can't expect me to be up here and be pastor. You can't expect pastor to be up here and be Sister Kay. You can't expect Sister K to be either one of us. We all got a different grace. So he says, operate in the grace that God has given you. Be yourself. Don't care if nobody like, be you. See, everything has a level. Amen. Everything, everything has a level. On one level, you operate, and then on another level, you operate. That's why some people can come in right now. You can call a certain person to this church right now and all, and we wouldn't have nowhere to sit. Different levels. It has nothing to do with the anointing. It's different levels. The anointing comes. So, so he says it's given to each one of us to prosper. Okay, so now he says, you therefore, my son, be strong in grace. Be strong in who he's called you to be. Be strong in who you are. Don't try to be nobody else, but just be yourself and be strong in that. Because you don't know who's receiving from you. But if you're trying to be somebody that you're not right now and all, and then want us to think that you're not who you're trying to be, we don't know who you are. 
You know, I ain't finna say it again, so don't ask me. Amen. So we don't know who you are. Be yourself and let God use you. So he says, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. And the things that you have heard from among many witnesses, commit to these faithful men who will be able to teach others. Faithful men. Faithful. You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. Now, verse 4. No one entangles in warfare, entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. See, the word for warfare there is a, mili- is, is a military term, or it really means the military. So you have been enlisted by Jesus as a soldier to do warfare. And warfare is that what you do against the enemy. But you're going to have to contend with him. Amen. So, so he says, no man entangles himself. The thing that you got to do in being faithful is you got to mind your own business. Some of us do not rest unless we get some news. Amen. I, I know y'all don't know the news. Some, some, some of us right now are, are, are sanctified gossipers. We got to have something. That's why social media is so popular right now and all. Because it gave some people courage. You will say on there what you won't say in somebody's face. Oh, okay. So, so you got to learn to be faithful. In being faithful, you must mind your own business. Some things are just not my business. It's not. Number three, you got to be strong. You must stay strong. Ephesians chapter number six, verse 10 and 11. He said, finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord. You can't be strong in your head. You can't be strong in your knowledge. But you must be strong in the Lord. Your strength must come from God and not from what you know. Because eventually it'll make you weak. Amen. It will, so, so he said you got to be strong in the Lord. He said put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles. The word wiles there is a, is a Greek word, methodios, where we get the word methods from. And the word methods right now, and all, that means that Satan is a master of methods. He's a master of system, systems. He knows how to control systems. He is a master at it. He's good at it. He, he, he's not in charge. He's not the Lord, but he's a good at manipulation. Satan is good at manipulation. He's hell-bent on destructing. Anything the devil get in, he destroys it. Yeah, I'm telling you right now. He get into your finances, he going to destroy you. He get into your marriage, he going to destroy you. You know, he, he get into your children, he going to destroy you. He gets in your church, he going to destroy you. And God knows if he get in a choir, he going to destroy it. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. He is hell-bent on destroying. He's a mind. He's out to control. He loves to control. There are some people right now that are diehard control freaks. They want to be in control of everything. I pastored a church right now and all to where there were people who had the minds, had other people's minds in there. When it came down, and I don't believe in this thing right now, and y'all forgive me, I don't believe in voting. I don't. God give you a leader, and that leader is to be led by the Holy Spirit, and that leader, if he's led by God, he'll lead you. Amen. Voting don't have nothing to do with it. Okay, I'll prove it to you. God gave Moses the Ten Commandments and didn't have one deacon or elder. It was just him and God. And he carried it back down to the church. Amen. They didn't vote on it. Rev, I think we need red light. the blue lights. We're going to take a vote. I table it to next month. Yeah. You get nothing done. You get nothing done. But, but, but God, 
he, he, the enemy is out to control. It's out to control. So we were having a meeting one day at a church that I was passing at, trying to make a decision on something. And before this group would make a decision, they would look over there to see whether they approved or not. I didn't learn this right here until a few weeks later until some of the brothers came to me and they told me, they said, uh, bro, let me tell you what's going on. Oh, okay. I got a trick for that. I just called him up and told him, I said, look him, I'm leaving. And they said, no, why, why are you doing that? Because of him. <laughs> See, sometimes right now, you know, open rebuke is better than secret love. A little leaven, leaven the whole lump. And you have to be careful. The devil spreads stuff to cause division and strife among you. Amen. So you got to stay strong. Satan is a master of systems. Amen. I grew up with a grandfather and a grandmother. The only thing, they could whip you to death with their eyes. They, 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 the look they gave you told you what kind of beating you was going to get. If you ever got one of them throat clearing um, looks, that means, boy, ooh. You know, if, if grandfather ever said, oh, my goodness. And they didn't forget. Sometimes they was very sneaky with it. They'll let you take your bath and go to bed and fall into a deep sleep and come in and pull the covers off you. Well, y'all don't know nothing about that kind of wisdom. <laughs> you know, to make you think they forgot, but no, they didn't. See, the Satan is a master of systems. He knows how to work systems and he knows how to work people against each other. That's why it's vitally important right now, you know, that we walk in love and not in strife. And we go to one another if we're hurting or got issues with each other. But if you start telling this one and telling that one, by the time they get back around, the story is so completely, well, let me leave that alone. The last, uh, number four, stay positive. You got to stay positive. If you don't stay positive, you'll go down. You have to stay positive. That's why it's vitally important you guard what you hear. You guard what comes out of your mouth. And you guard what you take in through a conversation. Because, well, let me go to the Bible. In Luke's gospel, chapter number 6, verse 45. In Luke chapter 6, verse 45, let me hurry on home. I'm almost finished. It says, a good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good. A good man out of the good treasures of his heart bring forth good. Have y'all ever had somebody give you something you really need, but the way they gave it to you, you wish they would have kept it? Oh, y'all. You know, you know what I'm saying? They, the, the way they gave it to you, you wish you could have. Hey, you know, have you ever heard somebody tell you they love you, but the way they told you they love you right now, and all you no, you don't love me. Have y'all, you know, I don't know about y'all right now, no, but my, my mom used to tell this thing about, boy, this beating going to hurt me worse than it hurt you. That's not true. That was not true. You know, so, so I, I wish it did hurt you like this. But, but you know, it's, it's the way they do it. See, the Bible tells us out of the good that's in you, that's what the good that's going to come out of you. But if you don't have good in you, don't expect no, to get no good. Let me tell you something right now. Don't be fooled by this. A liar is a liar. And they meant to lie. 
You can't expect a liar to tell the truth. A thief is a thief. So when they come to your house, watch them. Because that's what they do. You can't get mad because your stuff missing. You let him in. You know, nasty people are nasty. You can't expect them to be sweet. Oh, y'all, okay. <laughs> they, they, that's just what they are. People, what you expect, is, I mean, what you, what you see is what you're going to get. Listen here, church. People come into your life for four reasons. They either going to multiply, subtract, add, or divide. That, that's why they come into your life. They either going to add to your life, they're going to multiply, they're going to subtract, or they're going to divide. You got to set the interview with them before you let them in. It's you who let, give them access to your life. And, and see the thing about it. They are there for a reason, a season, and a lifetime. You don't want to get them mixed up. You don't want to get somebody who's just meant to be in your life for a season and you try to keep them around for a lifetime, they're going to mess you up. A man told me this many years ago, and it's so true. He said two kinds of people you don't want in your life. One that don't want nothing and one that don't want to go nowhere because they'll bring you down every time. Now, I don't know why I'm saying this, but people will bring you. You don't want to get nobody in your life who don't want nothing and who don't want to go nowhere because you will end up not wanting nothing and being frustrated and not going nowhere. 45 years and ain't been out of Camden County. Jesus Christ. Longest trip you took was Jacksonville. Sad. You got to get somebody who want to go somewhere. You know, I remember when my wife made the, was the bigger breadwinner. And you know, I hung around ignorant people who like to borrow your stuff and don't give it back. And then get mad when you ask for it back. They say you ain't a Christian. You know, Christians spend money too. Amen. Amen. You know, Christians got to go grocery shopping too. They cannot pay light bills speaking in tongues. <laughs> oh, y'all. <yeah. laughs> you, because you say, okay, let me, let me say, let me come to church. Because you save, don't let people walk over you. Because you meek and humble and walk with the Lord don't mean folk can come up here and hit you on. Well, I better not use that one. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm still, he's still working on me, y'all. He's still working on me. You know, I, 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 it, you know, I still might. Y'all know what I'm saying. Yeah. He's still working on me, church. But, 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 but you cannot let people just run over you. And don't be afraid to get somebody who's stronger in certain things to speak for you. Amen. So, so, so he says here, the last thing, be positive. Be positive. Stay positive. Stay positive. Stay encouraged. Stay upbeat. Stay encouraging others. Stay, stay, stay positive. You got to stay positive. There's so much negative coming at you. You got to stay positive. You know, with all this sadness, madness, and habit coming at you, right? You need to come to church and just get you some goodness and mercy. <laughs> I mean, and let it just follow you because stay positive. You got to stay positive. Don't always look at things as they are, but look at things as they should be. Amen. And don't give up on nobody. Always look at them as who they can be because you know what you raised. Nobody pushed something out of their womb and, all and don't know, know them. Amen. Amen. I remember my wife telling my sons in her haste to discipline, y'all go serve the Lord. <laughs> that made me want to do better. You know? Y'all gonna. 
See, she, she saw it for what it was. She didn't just look at it for what they were going through and what they were battling with. She looked at it for what it was. You're going to do it. That's that faith because you're positive about it. And every mistake don't need to be beat over the head with dread God. See, I already know I'm a failure. What, what I'm saying, if I already know I messed up, I don't need every five minutes you telling me I messed up. Amen. I already know I made mistakes. I don't need every time I see you. You remember what you did in 1984? I already know that. You know, I'm, I'm, I moved beyond that. In my, in my haste of clothes, I got some friends right now, and you know, I hate to see them. I'm serious, because they're going to remind you of what y'all used to do. And I've left that. But the thing I learned about it and how to deal with it is this. I learned that I wasn't there anymore, and they still were. You've left, forget those things which are behind you, <laughs> and reach for those things which are before you. You keep pressing toward the mark for the high calling of God, which is in Christ Jesus. See, when you're walking with the Lord right now, there's always something better. Amen. There's always something better. Last thing, James 4 and 7. But, 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 but in Luke, he, to finish that off, he said, for the good man out of the good treasures of his heart. Right? No, no, bring it but from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. You don't need to do an NCIC, GCIC check on nobody. You don't need to hire an investigator to look into their background. The only thing you have to do is let them open their mouth. And they'll tell you everything they is to tell about them. The first time you meet them, what comes out of their mouth? That's who they are. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 21, he says, life and death are in the power of the tongue. And those that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Granddaddy used to say a fish wouldn't have got caught if he wouldn't have had his mouth open. Some of us done talked ourselves out of blessings. Some of us done talked ourselves out of relationships. I'm so fat. I'm, I'm just so fat. And, I'm a, and if the way you see yourself, that's how somebody else sees you. You're beautiful. You're gorgeous. You're lovely. Let me give you something right now and all, and y'all don't have to pay for this. Don't ever make yourself a cheap copy and put yourself on layaway for somebody to afford you. Don't ever let that, don't ever bring yourself down to a level of their level so they can afford you. No, stay where you are in God and he will send you who he has for you. Amen. Last scripture. James chapter number seven. I mean, it's seven. James chapter four, verse seven. The last thing. Submit. Stay submitted. If you stay submitted, and by staying submitted, and staying planted, and staying in the right place, stay submitted. So stay submitted to God, and he'll keep you in the right place. Even though things ain't happening, even though it don't look like it's going to work out, even though it ain't coming, if you just stay submitted. James says, stay submitted, submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. Resist. See, what that means is you got to do the opposite of what's coming at you. Amen. See, see, uh, I, I was going to do a demonstration right now and all, but uh, Nolan wasn't going to let me do it because so, beat them, they got to be on baby duty you know, and watch them. But I was going to have Byron you know, lift a dumbbell. And see, here's the thing about a dumbbell. A dumbbell, it got two applications to it. Number one, if, if when God puts something on you, because God does send things to make you better. He don't send things to kill you. He sends things to make you better. He don't let you have it Burger King style, but he sends it his way to make you better. Because if he lets you have it the way you want it right now, you're not going to get better. Amen. Amen. You know, I grew up when they cook and fix dinner on Sunday. Now we stand in front of the microwave wishing it would hurry up. Yeah, but, 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 but when I grew up, they, 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 they took time 
See, see, God gives you things to make you better. He gives you, he gives you, he sends trials your way to make you better. Not to kill you, but to make you better so that you can resist, so that, so that you don't have it your way. See, see, I couldn't be God. Amen. Some of y'all wouldn't last. I'm, I'm just being honest. Because, see, see, you, 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 you know, I, that's why we are not God. And that's why we can't throw people away and give up on it. But when he says submit yourself to God, resist the devil, that means that as you, as, it, as, as the pressure come down and the stress come down on you, and in God, you push back. Now, the choice is to let it stay there and fall on you, or as it's coming down, you push it off you. You're resisting it. Because every time you push it off, you're getting stronger. Every time you tell her you love you, you're getting better. Every time you get up in the morning when you're so tired and, uh, and you keep going, you're getting better. You're getting stronger. You're getting stronger. You're getting better. You're getting better. You're getting stronger. You're, because you're submitted to God, and he's making you better. Every time right now and all, when you go in there and they're treating you bad at work right now and all, and you just keep going. See, promotion is ahead of you, though, but I got to see how you're going to react in this situation. You're getting better. You're getting better. You're getting better. You didn't do good with them five dollars. So what makes you think I'm gonna give you five hundred? You know. So I gotta give you these five, and you give me my 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 dime out of that five. And oh, you're getting better. You're getting better. Every time you you get better. You get. And and then sometimes God sends some things away to check your attitude. How you gonna react? Hmm. How you gonna react? How you gonna respond right now? You get better. You get better. You get better. So, so submit. When you submit to God and trials and tests and pressure come your way, you get better. Because you can push it back off you when you with God. You know, you know, in my clothes, and I told them about this on Wednesday night. I used to hide things that I thought would upset my mother from her. Because I saw her working so hard, and I saw her trying to provide, and I saw her just trying to give, and I saw her just, 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 and so I needed something one time so bad, and I didn't get it. Well, I didn't say, I'm not going to say I didn't get it. I, I wasn't in place, and somebody told my mom, said, is he not going to do it? And she came to me, and she asked me, she said, why you didn't tell me you needed this? And I said, mom, I didn't want you. I didn't want you to worry. I didn't want you. I know you work and you get, but I didn't want to take anything away from you at all. And she looked me right in my eyes and she said with such strength, she said, when I get worried, that's when you get worried. But until then, don't you worry about nothing. You just go get what I, whatever it was, you go get it. And, and I'm like, wow. See, here's the thing right now, church. The things you worried about, and upsetting you and getting you down and pulling you into a place of stress and demise and, and making you want to quit right now. No, God is saying, don't you worry about it. I got this. I got this. So when you stay focused, stay strong, stay faithful, stay positive, God got this. God got this. God got this. That child you worrying about, God got it. That son you worried about, God got it. That bill you worried about, God got it. That loved one that you worried about, God got it. God got it. God got it. Don't you worry. God got it. Because he's bigger than any problem. Let us stand to our feet and we're going to close out in prayer. Holy Spirit of God, I thank you that you are letting us know, oh God, that we must stay focused, stay strong, stay positive. We must stay submitted, oh Lord, and stay faithful, oh God. I know these are troubled times right now and stressful times, but it's nothing because you got us. Holy Spirit, you got us. Lord, allow your angels to come right now, oh God. And visit each and every member in here right now that's sitting up under the sound of my voice. Holy Spirit, give them a special and divine touch, oh Lord. Those that have got sickness and illness in their body, I pray for healing right now in the name of Jesus. 
Those that got loved ones who are going astray and they're worried about them. I pray right now that you send your angels out and retrieve them and bring them home. And that they, in the day and time they will serve the Lord. Those are going through financial distress right now, God. I pray right now in the name of Jesus, oh God, that you send favor financially. And increase financially. And obedience in the financial area, O Lord, that blessings will overflow in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray right now that you cover us in the blood. Cover us in the blood, O Lord. And through the blood, cleanse us, O Lord, from our past and our failure and our mistakes, O Lord. Some of us right now, O Lord, are still bombarded with the things of the past. But in the name of Jesus right now, God, I pray for the blood of Jesus to take that away. Wipe it out of us, O oh Lord. And God, I pray that you help us to move on. Help us to move on and run with the vision that you've given us that we may see what the end is going to be. And Lord, I pray for right now, if there's somebody out there who's out of the ark of safety and don't know Jesus in the free pardon of their sin, Lord, bring them to the altar, O oh Lord, and we'll pray with them and pray for them and help them to receive the greatest miracle in their life, and that's the miracle of salvation. There's no greater miracle. Derek, where you at, where you at bro? No. no greater miracle than salvation. And Lord, I pray for my dear Man of God, who you've blessed into my life, O oh Lord, and have been a, been a rock, a father, a blessing. I pray for him, O oh Lord, as he, O oh God, manipulates through this time, O oh Lord. Give him strength. Give him wisdom. Give him knowledge. Give him understanding. But more than everything, God, give him courage. In the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray right now, O oh Lord, for everybody under the sound of my voice that is just hurting. Healed every hurt, past, present, and future. And wipe out all the pain mentally, physically, and emotionally. Take that pain out in the name of Jesus. And I thank you for doing it now, Holy Spirit, as we serenade you in worship. The altar is open right now for those that want to come for prayer or, or you want to pray. The altar is open. You may come. And dear God, I've been trying awful hard to make you proud of me. But it seems Thanks for listening to the St. Mary's Church Podcast. If you made a decision to follow Jesus today or have more questions about following Jesus, we have pastors who want to talk with you. Connect with us at stmaryschurch.net or through social media on Facebook or Instagram. We can't wait to hear what Jesus is doing in you.